0: Welcome. You're listening to the Aligned Self, Conversations in Creating a Conscious and Abundant Life. This is Daniel Denovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello friend and welcome back to the conversation. First off, I want to thank you for being a listener. It's because of you that I actually do this podcast, have these conversations, explore these topics. I want your life to be better, for you to somehow glean some wisdom that I've accumulated over the years and put it to work in your life. And this ongoing relationship, I always have present in the back of my mind whenever I do a podcast, but I'm especially aware of it this morning as I record this episode And so I wanted to take a moment and thank you directly. If you haven't already done so, I would like to invite you to participate in our online Facebook group, the Align Self Podcast Listeners Facebook group. When you answer the questions on how did you find out about the group, you answer on the podcast. We want everyone that joins us there in the Facebook group to be a listener, to have an awareness of the podcast, of the episodes. That way there's a commonality that we share all between us. And of course, there you can always ask questions of me. And sometimes I ask questions of you. And those questions that you put forward, I use as fodder or material inspiration for different episodes. But if you want to form an even deeper connection with me, you're welcome to join my membership program, The Nexus. Now, the full title of it is The Nexus of Transformation. There we have live Q&As. We have different courses that you can take advantage of with full access to everything, as well as additional trainings and conversations that don't take place in the Facebook group or anywhere else in the world. You can find out more about that at yesdaniel.com. I didn't say it earlier, but one of the reasons why you're present in my mind with this sense of gratitude is that we're very shortly we're going to hit 300 episodes. Now, on one hand, it kind of staggers my mind to think that I'm about to reach 300 because this idea or this uh, milestone wasn't even on my radar when I first began back in April 16th of 2021. But I have so enjoyed the conversations that we have around consciousness, law of attraction, life skills, using your mind in new and novel ways, actually using it in a way that it works for you rather than against you. I love the fact that we get to interact on different levels. In this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about law of attraction. In a couple days, my wife and I are going to go on a day trip here in Texas to investigate, discover some different areas that we think we may want to move to. Now, in the back of our mind, we want to create a retreat, a destination retreat, where you can come for meetings, for retreats, for masterminds and other events like that. We have a grand vision, and we're just looking for the right place It's going to include some acreage. And while we're leaning heavy to stay in Texas, uh, I don't know if that's entirely going to be the truth. So we're going to consider just about everywhere. But this is part of filling out your vision, gaining some clarity around those things you want to create. Dan Pena refers to this as smelling the leather, actually going to the Rolls-Royce dealer and smelling the leather, sitting in it, getting the smell of it. When you do that, you fill in a lot of the gaps. You create a lot of clarity. In the absence of clarity, in the, in the absence of specificity, we have ambiguity. And when we have a lot of ambiguous thoughts, foggy thoughts, unclear thoughts, it is harder to attract what we want it's harder to visualize what we want in a productive and positive fashion. For instance, I can talk about attracting ice cream into my life. Now, I'm not a big proponent of ice cream in general, but since it's 103 degrees out today, we'll talk about ice cream. Now, ice cream is a general statement, and you have an idea of what I mean by ice cream. But still, it's somewhat ambiguous. But if I talk about going down to the neighborhood dairy and getting a double scoop of Rocky Road nestled in a waffle cone, and then talk about how satisfying it is eating that ice cream cone before it melts right before me, your picture in your mind's a lot clearer than if I just say ice cream. If on your intention list you want to manifest a new car, and you're not sure exactly what kind of car you want to manifest, I would start test driving a variety of cars. First, identify half a dozen of them that you think you might want to own, but actually get behind the wheel, get in the driver's seat, smell the leather, smell, get that new car smell, and drive it around the block. That way you actually have a palpable experience, a in-your-body experience of what it's like to be in that car. Back in 1980, me and a friend of mine, we went to the Rolls-Royce dealer in Bloomfield Township in uh, Michigan. And even though the salesman looked at us with some suspect in his eyes, he allowed us to sit in that Rolls-Royce silver cloud in the middle of the showroom. My friend took a picture of me sitting in the Rolls-Royce, but after seeing the picture, it was a little too old fogey for me at 20 years old. One reason why I bring up a car in this episode is that I've been considering, in my mind, getting a new vehicle. And so far, I'm still in the considering. But as I do, I'm going to be like Goldilocks and try out a lot of different vehicles to find out which one is just right. Another thing that my wife and I have been doing is we've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about different ranches around Texas, homes with acreage and many of these are upscale homes, luxury homes. But as we watch these videos, anytime that we notice or identify a aspect or an amenity that we are particularly fond of, we make a note of it. And so we've been compiling a list of the most desirable features that we want in our next place. Again, this is all part of creating clarity around what we're creating, what we're attracting. If you've gotten my five-step manifesting guide, then you'll notice that Step number one, feature number one on that guide is gaining clarity. Knowing what you want, identifying or creating the intention as specific as possible is the first step in manifesting or attracting what you desire. If you haven't yet got that guide, you can receive it by going to yesdaniel.com and clicking the link and just telling me where you want me to send it. The other benefit in being very specific about what you want to create, manifest, attract, is that it builds desire, builds anticipation. Now, in order to create anything, to achieve anything, you need three things. You need the how-to, the want-to, and the chance-to. Another way of thinking of this in the terms of Sherlock Holmes is, he would look at the different people that were involved, the different suspects, when investigating a crime, and he had to satisfy three aspects in order to find the culprit. And that is the motive, means, and opportunity. If any of the suspects did not have the motive, didn't have the desire to kill or perpetrate the crime, then they could not probably have done it. They needed the means. They had to have the know-how the weapon, the method, if they didn't have that, then they could not have committed the crime. They needed the opportunity. If they weren't there, if they were somewhere else or in some other part of the world, they could not have committed the crime. And so when I look at things, when I coach someone, we look at, do you have the know-how, the want to, and the chance to? And that's just from a practical perspective. You cannot be a Broadway actor if you're committed to staying in Peoria, Illinois. You could still be an actor, you know, community theater, but you could not be a Broadway actor. And so in order to be or get you closer to being a Broadway actor, you have to get your butt to New York. But in the context of law of attraction, and we look at these three things that we must have to achieve, accomplish, attract anything, the only thing we're required to have, create, focus on is our desire. The how-to and the opportunity-to will attract. What we want to do is amplify our desire, amplify the feeling of the wish fulfilled as if we're already there, already living it. We can taste it. This is what we want to do when we focus on the visualization aspect. We want to build that desire, build that anticipation, the expectancy that it is coming. We can feel it, taste it, hear it. We understand that it's already ours. Is just a matter of getting through the going through, and that's what we leave up to the universe to figure out. The how-to and the opportunity-to will be presented to us when our desire is sufficiently engaged. Now, this is where desire gets a bad rep. In a lot of manifesting circles, they say desire or wanting stuff is bad. Well, in some cases, that may be true, but it depends on the energy behind the desire, the energy behind the wanting. If I'm hungry, I have a hunger, a desire to fill my belly. And so if I engage in activity as if that's going to be fulfilled, it's just a matter of course, like going to a restaurant, going to the grocery store, going to the pantry or the fridge, I'm in action in fulfilling that desire. I would not have progressed or put the action in, followed through had I not had that desire. But if I have the desire, if I'm hungry, but I don't feel like I can satisfy my hunger, maybe I don't have the money, or I don't have the food in the pantry, and I focus on the fact I'm hungry, but I don't have access to food, then it's just going to create more lack. But if we continue to think about this restaurant metaphor, we have the hunger, we have the desire to eat something delicious. We go to a restaurant, we put our order in, with the waitress or the waiter, just like we put our order into the universe. We do so with the expectation that our order will be fulfilled. It may not be immediately, but we know that once we give the, the waiter the waitress our order, the food's going to come. We expect it. And if the food isn't out in a, a timely manner to us, we ask, where is our food? With the expectation that it will be delivered. We don't ask, where is our food with, oh, it'll never come. The law of attraction just doesn't work for me. No, we put that order in and then we have the anticipation just like you do for Christmas morning you end, or on your birthday. You anticipate receiving the gift. You anticipate opening up those presents. When you decide to go on vacation, If it's an extended vacation or even if it's a respite just a couple days away, if you're looking forward to that vacation that time away, then typically you're visualizing what you're going to do on vacation. You already see yourself on the beach relaxing with a margarita or a Mai Tai weeks in advance. In fact, sometimes you're thinking about the vacation to such a degree that you're not present at work. You're not engaged in your day to day. You can't wait to leave. You can't, you don't even think about the plane ride. You're already on the beach. You're already in the hotel. This is how you want to visualize your intentions. This is how you want to visualize your manifestations. Now, I've explained the mechanics of this, but I'm just going to say it as a matter of fact in this episode down the road, I'll go into it in depth again at some point. But your subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between something you vividly imagine and so-called reality. And you do have a personal reference for that too. Without going into depth, each of you have had a memory, either positive or negative, or let's say not so pleasant, that when you revisit that memory, you recall the emotions, the physical state in your body as if you're experiencing now. You'll get an increase in your heart rate. Your, your breathing may increase. Move faster. And depending on what memory you call up, you'll either experience that sense of joy or that sense of dread, just as if you had it or were reliving that moment now. Another little visualization example that I can give you is imagine in your mind's eye that you're holding in your right hand a lemon and you can feel the cool surface, its waxy texture, and you have the sense of the weight of it in your hand. Next, you're going to take a knife, a very sharp knife, and cut it in half. And as you do, you can smell that smell of lemon permeate the room Next, I want you to take one half of that lemon and bring it up to your mouth and prepare to take a nice big bite out of that lemon. And you can begin imagining that tangy, sour, acidy taste as that flavor explodes in your mouth, even making you pucker up a little bit and grimacing at the sour taste in your mouth. There is a distinctive taste and smell to a lemon, wouldn't you agree? Now, what you'll probably find after my description of you biting into that lemon is that your mouth is salivating. And if it wasn't salivating, at the end of my description, you're probably starting to experience salvation increasing now. You've just had a physiological response to me just talking and a visualization that you created in your mind. And so remember that anything that you vividly imagine in your mind's eye, your other than conscious mind experiences it as real. This is why I encourage you and implore upon you. And this is why my wife and I are investing ourselves in life-like experiences. We're visiting the houses. I'm going to be test driving the cars, smelling the cars, getting the feel of it. How does it fit my body? I want all the details filled in so I can visualize it, think about it in as complete detail as possible. And then the more I think about it in that detail, my desire raises. And as I think about fulfilling that desire, living into that desire, then my joy goes up, my level of satisfaction goes up, and I feel good all the way around. There is nothing like a good daydream. So decide what you want, fill in the details. What will you see? What will you hear? What will you feel when that is in your possession? When you have the experience, what will you be feeling? And then feel that as if it's in the past or you're feeling it now. Now, I didn't say this earlier, but this is actually an important component of any visualization. And that is when you picture something in your mind's eye Picture it as if you are involved in the activity. Sometimes people watch it like they're a movie or watching themselves in a movie. When we picture ourselves like on a TV screen or on a movie screen as if we're watching a movie, watching a scene play out, there is an emotional disconnect in that process. But when we experience something through our eyes, when we're feeling the feelings in our body as we're going through it, then we're associated to that experience. And so when we're manifesting something or creating something, focusing on intention, we want to make sure that we're a participant in that experience. Now, you can use this on the flip side. If there's something unpleasant that you keep conjuring up in your mind's eye, then watch it as if you're watching a movie where you're actually sitting in the seats in the theater. You're not an active participant. This is a a process of dissociation. You dissociate from the emotional component of that experience. And if that experience is still too intense, then what you want to do is put a double dissociation to it. Put yourself up in the balcony, looking at the back of your head, sitting in his seats, watching the movie. And then if it helps, you can make the movie black and white, take all the color out of it, make it defocused, less clear, or even take the sound away, make the picture smaller. These are aspects of submodality work inside the visualization process that comes from neurolinguistic programming. You'll find a complete course on the aspect of creative visualization inside the Nexus in the very near future. But until then, I've given you the basic framework on how to utilize visualization in the aspect of manifesting what you want. And so, like I said earlier, I love and appreciate your listenership, your engagement. I just love the fact that we're both in this conversation. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure.